feels good to be back, doesn't it? What do you mean you're back? I'm back. You ain't been anywhere. I'm the anchor this week, aren't I? What does that mean? So I'm back doing the intro because I let you do it last week, didn't I? Oh, so does that mean now, like, you're just going to hog the limelight and just do the intro all the time? Hello, welcome to Good For Us Pod, episode six. My name is Johnny. And I'm Lewis. I reckon we should get started with some of our reactions from the past week. Now, do you know what? I actually feel like one of those popular kids in school now. What do you mean? Do you know, like, you used to have, like, the proper, popular, everyone loved them, like, kids at school? Mm Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say that I was one of them, but I feel like one now at 32. A little high five to me. I can't even remember school. I mean, it is like centuries ago. (gasps) Mm -hmm. I'm 38 this year. Well, whilst we're out in our ages, I'm literally 32 in like three weeks. Birthday month, isn't it? No. Yeah. Was your mum in labour for a month? Well, no. It's not your birthday month then. Yeah, but now that I'm 32, it's going to be like a birthday month. You have a birthday day. Fine, right, get on with it. So let's go on to reactions from last week. During the week, we sift through all of the messages and then we can't feature everybody on, otherwise it'll just be like a podcast of shoutouts and nobody really wants that. And it'll be like hours and hours because we're cool kids now. Because we're cool kids now. And I don't know why I repeat after everything that you say. It's because we're in sync now, isn't it? Like, if we could have, like, lazy times, we'd probably be in sync with each other. (laughs) So we've sifted through some of the best ones. Now, last week I mentioned things that you mustn't do the next time you get on a plane so that you don't annoy the flight attendants. Those are the people that you need to keep on your side. As you can imagine, we have been inundated with messages. So what have some of the reactions been? Have your fellow cabin crew friends wrote into us? Not even my friends, but some flight attendants have. I'm a flight attendant and it annoys me when people need the toilet after the seatbelt sign comes on. That's from Ben. Oh my God, that's me. Exactly you. So when you prepare the cabin for landing, you've got to make sure it is as it was for takeoff. So you've got to make sure all the bags go back into the overhead lockers and everyone's got their seatbelts on. And there's always that one. Hello. One, which is you, Mm -hmm. who needs the toilet after the sign goes on. Yeah, but if you need to go, you need to go. Do you know what I mean? It's like if you're on a motorway and you need to go for a wee, then you pull over on the hard shoulder and get your wang around and have a wee. <laughs> Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, that's you. Toby's messaged and said, I hate it when passengers stand during boarding and start repacking and unpacking their bags. But why would you do that? So, you know, when you're in the middle of boarding and somebody finds the row that they're in and they might be in the window seat and they're standing and they're getting their bag out and they're looking for their lip seal and their book and their iPad and they're getting their neck pillow. Yeah. And, but... everyone, and they've got a queue behind them. Yeah, but you want to look fit when you get off the plane, don't you? So I completely agree with, like, lip seal and stuff. Yeah. You just want to be, like, living your best life. Yeah, but this is when they're getting on the plane before they've even sat down and had the flight. They're still in Heathrow or Gatwick or Newcastle at this point. Even still, I'd want to live my best life. Have you got any more for us before we move on? Yeah, I've got some more flight attendant ones. This one's from Becky. I'm cabin crew and I get annoyed when people touch me. Don't poke me or wiggle your fingers on my arm. Excuse me. Works fine. Oh my God, I didn't think of all of these last week. You're walking down the aisle from probably one end to the other or you're going to assist another call bell that's gone off and then you get 32 Charlie pulling your gilet as you go past. Gilet? Your gilet. Like, which cabin crew wears gilets? Your gillet. Gillet? Like, who wears them? It's like a waistcoat. So you mean like a waistcoat, not, not, waist. not a gilet? It's a gilet. You just tried to make it sound really posh then, didn't you? Why are you touching your face like that, you weirdo? Gilet. Oh, piss off. Gilet. Right, are you quite finished? If you were French, you'd be, uh, gilet. 
Have you finished? Papa Dipa. Have you finished? Uh, je m'appelle Johnny. Honestly, right, he's changed his tune now. So he was really, really tired about half hour ago and now he's being silly. Je right, have you finished? Because I've got some things that I need to say now. Can you speak French? Nah. Do you just let the funky music do the talking? Oh, for fuck's <laughs> sake. Like, why? Repeat after me. Je. Je. Me. Me. Pelle. Pelle. Me pelle. Who's that? I don't even know. Je. Je. Me. Me. Pelle. Pelle. Je me pelle. What are you talking about? Je. Je. Me. Me. Pelle. Pelle. Je me pelle. Je me pelle. Me pelle. <laughs> Honestly, like, have you quite finished? Um, yeah, it's your turn now. Right, now, as we both know and our listeners know, we have been discussing the differences between the North and South Divide. We've been discussing this for weeks now. I know, but people are obviously still listening. Why has everyone still got a problem? The North is better. These people have said people up North tend to be much more friendlier and have better banter. Yeah. They don't seem to take everything to heart. Yeah, who's that from? That was from Brooke and Kevin. Brooke and Kevin, they are. Brooke and Kevin are so right. Well, it does kind of make sense because I'm Southern and I'm probably one of the most sensitive souls going. And I'm from the North and I'm the best. <laughs> You're a proper hard nut. Thanks, Brooke and Kevin. Cherie has been on touch. Oh, I went to Cherie has been on. Right, I'll start that again. Cherie's been in touch. Oh my God. Sayo Pan, Shamont and Pumba. Loads of laughing faces. Also, it was defo me listening in Thailand at number nine. Woo! In Malaysia now and listening to episode five. Hee <laughs> hee. Can I just say mm-hmm. the name Sherry? Who? Sherry. You said Sherry. Sherry? Who's Sherry? Well, I don't bloody know, <laughs> but the name's Sherry. <laughs> Sherry as in the drink. Sherry. <laughs> Sherry, baby. <laughs> Right, come on, we're not taking this seriously today at all. But I used to work with her, and she's one of them people that I'm like, we definitely need to meet up, and we've not got round to it. And now she's pissed off travelling and gavavanting all over the world. Me gran, Winnie, loved a sherry. Oh, did she? Mm-hmm. My auntie has been in touch with her reactions from last week, which are quite good. Hi, guys, listen to episode five. I'm loving your chat. Oh, thanks. I thought my geography was a bit suspect, but Lewis, you're hilarious. Holidays, because you asked for holiday recommendations, didn't you? Italy, easy to travel around different cities once you're there. Fabulous food, weather, and the Italian man. Oh, she's right, isn't she? What do you mean she's right? She's right. Croatia, have you been to Croatia? I've never been to Croatia. Fabulous, she said. Long haul, definitely Oz. 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 Oh my God, I'd really fit in there, wouldn't I? Why? Oz? Yeah. We're in Australia. Because I'm a short ass, and then short asses are like munchkins. Right. And munchkins are in Wizard of Oz. Yeah, that's the land of Oz. Not Australia is in the country. Oh, bloody hell. Like, why do I always do this to myself? The land of Oz isn't a real place, you know. Do you know what I actually thought it was? You thought the land of Oz with... The Tin Man and bloody Dorothy and Toto riding around with the dog in the basket was a real place. Well, I thought it was a true story, to be honest. No. With the yellow brick road, and then, like, there's a Tin Man, a scarecrow, <laughs> a lion. Oh, God. oh, God, a minute. You just caused I've gone. I went very high then. So I was saying last week in the flight attendant section that you think you're helping when you're stacking your meal trays when you go on a long-haul flight. No, you don't, because when the flight attendant comes around, they've got to go back in the trolley the same way as they came out. That's one at a time. So if you're stacking your trays, you don't help. My uncle does it. Love from Psycho Auntie Kiss Kiss. Psycho Auntie? Psycho Auntie. 
Is that a story for another day? It's a story for another day because she does turn into a psycho sometimes. I'm sure that every family has that one person that turns into a psycho at Christmas. My auntie is that person. That's a story for another time. So basically, I need to stay very well clear of Carol at Christmas. Yes, absolutely. One last thing before we move on. We've been getting quite a few questions coming as well. And I thought I'd pick the best one out from the past week. And that is from James and Casey asking, what is your funniest moments together? There's one that was actually really funny. Oh, go on, then. You really laughed at it as well, but you were so pissed off at me at the same Just time. Just remind us the occasion before you start telling the story. So, do you remember the time when you took me on my first driving lesson? Well, not my first, but with you. Your first and your last with me. Yeah, I can definitely tell you about that. That was very, very funny. Went round, my friend was down and we were around a seaside resort in Essex and we were going to the beach. We were on a country road, you were driving your car. Randomly, you bought this brand new Mini before you even passed your test, which is a story in itself. Because I was feeling like proper cocky, thinking, yeah, I'm going to pass first time. So obviously I bought my Mini, I gave him a name. Milo. Oh, I do miss Milo sometimes. And then, like, I bought lush accessories and everything. Fluffy Dyson eyelashes. No, I did not. <laughs> no, that's too far. Like, stuff like that gives me the proper ick. And then you were driving around thinking you were great. Actually, it was a nice ride. We had traffic behind us, by the way. And you went from fourth into first. The back end of the car nearly come up. I was flung forward like this. Boom! And I was like, oh my God, you couldn't do anything for laughing. We came up at a T-junction, didn't we? Mm -hmm. There was zooming traffic either side and I was thinking, oh my God. And actually, I think I might have fallen out because I was then telling you off because I was frightened for my life and you wouldn't stop laughing. Yeah, like I kept laughing. And then when we got to that junction, for the life of me, I couldn't get out. I was stalling. And if you remember, cars were going round us in the end whilst I'm literally sitting there crying. Mm -hmm. And then you still haven't passed your test, have you? I really haven't. Anyway. So we've had even more reactions to help you out with what that noise is too, but we'll keep those for later. Right, should we actually get on with episode six? I think we should because we've been rambling on so much this time round. Let's go! What's good for us is good for you. One more is there to say. So come along, let's have some fun. We've got your time arranged. What's good for us is good for you There's so much more to say With Johnny and Lewis We're here to make your day So welcome to episode 6 And this is the bit of the podcast where we discuss what we've been up to this week and what a bloody week it's been. But firstly, can I just say, right, this is my favourite time of the week because I actually get to engage in a full conversation with you. Because now, all of a sudden, our lives have gone like busy, proper bees. Yeah, I haven't seen you at all this week, but we'll get onto that in a second. Because on Sunday, it was just Mother's Day. Now, although I tell mine all the time how much I appreciate everything she's ever done for me, my sister and the rest of my family, she does put everyone else first before her. I think it's worth also doing a shout out, you know, to all those other kick-ass mams out there who've also been the friend, the dad, and the superhero, as well as the mam. People from the North, they're called mam, you know. But do you know what I've noticed this week? That you can't even get a card with mam on. Yeah, you can, because I screenshotted you. Like, yeah. the picture of a mam card. Yeah, but that was made up, wasn't it? Was well, that... no. Like, it was proper real. Was that not a one-off Funky Pigeon or something? No, like, in the spa shop. 
What it was, it didn't have like any like mum, mum, stepmom or anything like that. So it was it, blank and you write it in your cell? No, it's like a sticker. So you like stuck it on. Like, so want... there was loads of different options. And then you just like put the sticker on on what you wanted to have. I wouldn't want to get me mum a Mother's Day card with a sticker on. You go to these big card shops and they have reams and reams and reams of cards, none with mum on. But there must be like a shop in Geordie Land that has one. No, not even in Newcastle. Oh, wow. So, happy Mother's Day to all the amazing mums out there. Also this week, obviously, I did my first round of my residential tour. How did that go? It was very quiet. Like, I think the holiday season's like still kicking in, so it's quite quiet at the minute. It's only March, isn't it? Regardless of that, they bloody loved it. They had an amazing time. And... You bought me another present, didn't you? Present? Yeah. It was only like a couple of days ago. The jumper with like our initials on the sleeves. Oh, well, to be honest, it's in Roman numerals, isn't it? And I bought it about two months ago. It took that long to get from China. So what else have you been up to this week? Done a bit of writing. Writing, writing love letters. Poems. I mean, oh. you wish it was a love letter, don't you? <laughs> but in actual fact, I actually pulled my finger out my arsehole and started writing a song again. Did you? Well, what? yeah, because I've just, I just got the motivation again. So I was like, right, I need to start writing. What kind of song? But it's still that lovey-dovey stuff. It's still got that Adele vibe. But we need to kind of spice it up, lose style a little bit, don't we? Do you know what else happened this week? So it's just announced Alison Hammond will be replacing Matt Lucas, the host, the great British Bake Off. Alison Hammond? Alison Hammond? Oh, yes, Alison Hammond. Now that was one of the best casting decisions I've ever known, getting her on the Great British Bake Off. Do you know what? I actually find her really funny. Like, I'd quite like to be friends with her. She's absolutely hilarious. Did you see her? She was hosting the Brit Awards a couple of weeks ago. And she's on this morning, like, all of the time. Oh, I literally love her on this morning. And she was on Ant and Dex Saturday Night Takeaway, Get Out of Meet Here. Oh my God, it was the prank, wasn't it? I was literally pissing myself. But do you know what? Actually, I'd quite prefer Alison to be like the main presenter of this morning rather than Holly Willabooby. She will before long. Holly's done that for absolutely ages. Well, apparently she's leaving. Is she? I've read it on Facebook, so oh, who know. knows if that's true. I don't know, but Alison will be amazing at hosting. She's going to be hosting it with Noel Field and Prue Leith and Paul Hollywood are there as well. Actually... Alison's been a baker and it was absolutely hilarious. Did you see it when she went to put something in the oven and she thought she lost its retractable door? I was in stitches. I mean, haven't got enough time on my hands to be watching the Great British Bake Off. I'm not going to lie to you. I remember when Bake Off started and I was thinking, who the bloody hell is going to watch a bunch of randoms bake a cake? Now we're 13 series in. I'm sat on the edge of my sofa and I'm like, Jesus Christ. If Kevin tries to ice that Jinois sponge while it's still warm, he's absolutely f it. Oh, actually, you just swore for the first time on the podcast. I know, I was getting really passionate about GBBOs now. Does that mean we're going to beep you out? GBBO, the producer will beat me out. Well, we're going to have to, because if not, we're going to have to go for 18 and overs. <laughs> because you've done a naughty word, I think I'll take over just in case you swear again. We're still climbing the charts. Literally, we were number two the other day. And to be honest, I didn't realise that actually being in the podcast charts is like a, um, like, do you know in the playground? Seesaw. What do you mean, like a seesaw? Because one minute, like, you're up there, and then you move down again, and then you're up there again. It's like your mood, isn't it? What are you trying to say? <laughs> Honestly, I do think, like, if men could have periods... She'll call it a myriad. Stop with the French. So I have done really well in the charts, haven't we? And you're on rank watch, aren't you? 
Yeah, I am. Because it generally puts me on edge. Like, I just want to stay on top forever. I just want to be on top all the time. You're not going to be because on like a Wednesday, Thursday and a Friday, that's when we reach that high chart position and then we tail off. And then as soon as another episode comes out, we're like back in it again. But we are still number one in the relationships category on Apple Podcasts. It's because we are couple goals, isn't it? (laughs) Well, I'm not quite sure about that. But we are number six in social and culture. Thank you. And then on the overall UK podcast charts. Where are we? Because I don't know. Give me a drum roll. Are you ready? We are Uh the big Uh 3636. 36? Oh my God, I'm like a bingo caller, aren't I? Mm, Amazing. Then, oh. I've definitely saved the best till last. The best bit of your week? Absolutely, because the BBC Radio got in contact with us, mm-hmm. and what did they do? They asked you to go on, and not me. <laughs> yeah, but why me? Like, it always ends up being me having to do these interviews, and I'm literally the world's worst. I talk loads of shit, but I reckon I got it in the bag this week. I think you yeah, did get it in the bag, and do you think it's because it was... The local BBC in Portsmouth. Is that why they invited you on and not me? Well, I don't know. I thought they were going to like have both of us. It must mean it's because I'm their favourite. So do you think they've done like, a little secret poll to see who's the favourite Good For Us pod presenter and then you came out on top so they invited you on? Yeah, you got evicted. I'm not quite sure that is. But let's have a listen to when Lewis caught up with Mason on the BBC on Sunday. Uh, so Lewis, this podcast um, is called Good For Us. Well, what, what, what was the kind of moment we thought let's let's do this because there's so many podcasts out there isn't there so when do you think right let's sit down and let's do one ourselves do you know what mason i didn't have a clue what a podcast was until i met johnny so we started going on like long journeys we like getting away quite a bit and we started listening to podcasts and then johnny one day was like right we need to do our own there's so many out of celebrities and stuff and there's none with non-celebrities so we started off as a bit of fun, and then all of a sudden, it's become this popular thing, like, in such a short time. And, and what's the premise? What's this podcast all about? So the aim of this podcast is, like, we've gone very feel-good. So each week, we're going to sit down and discuss the highs and lows of everyday life. So there are speeches that are topical, um, and we tend to use the same format each week as well, which goes down really well. But the main thing is, a lot of people are now starting to get involved. So we cover the reactions from the week before um, that we start on each episode. So yeah, it was literally just a bit of fun. Like We've discussed things like do's and don'ts when visiting London, things you must stop doing on a plane, crossing your sides of the bed if you're in a relationship. <laughs> you, know, you mentioned there about getting loads of people like coming back and commenting and all that support. That must feel great because you, you also appeared in the, um, the, the Apple podcast charts as well. How, how does that feel? I couldn't believe it. So we woke up one morning and had a little look like through all the charts and then we realised we were like... Number one in the relationships part, um, number two in the society and culture part, and then on the whole positioning of the charts now, we're number 34. So you mean business. You're, you're big in the podcast world now. Um, lovely stuff. So is this weekly that people can listen to this podcast? So it's every Wednesday. So it gets released in the UK at 6am, and they're only about 20, 25 minutes. So it's like short, sweet nice little weekly bite size good to chat to you this afternoon uh, and uh, yeah brilliant brilliant stuff so good for us out every Wednesday lovely thank you very much Lewis thank you very much Mason enjoy the rest of your day thank you see it weren't too bad was it you done much better that time than the last time they invited you on mine didn't you 
Yeah, but bearing in mind, they could literally called me about half hour before and was like, right, we want you on the radio. So you're done really good at that. Do you think you're going to do really good at this next bit of the show? Go on. Let's go. What's that? Nice, 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 nice. Nice, 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 nice. I played you a sound last week. I give you three guesses and you didn't get it right. And we've rolled your guesses over to this week. So here's the sound. Obviously, I was pretty much obsessed with things being slapped on the side last week. One of them was a sausage. The next one was like a flicking of book pages, I think, or something like that. And last but not least was a magazine being slapped on the side. I've had a few people get in contact with me this week and someone reckons it's a lighter sound. What, like a... Oh my God, stop that. I read that completely wrong. I thought they meant a lighter sound. Not like a lighter you light cigarettes with. What, like a lighter sound? Softer sound. It's no ordinary sound. It's a lighter MS sound. Right, stop that because this is a really serious part. Other guesses from the listeners. We've got Kendall. I think she's laughing at you here. Not sure of the noise, but sausage hitting the side was definitely not my thought. Mick, I think the noise is a fire. In fact, I'm sure it's a log fire crackling. That's a good guess, Mick. Liam, I think the noise is definitely bubble wrap. Bubble wrap. Paula also thinks it's bubble wrap. Carol, cracking an egg. Ah. Rachel, it's an on, it's, I'll put my teeth back in, they are quite big. Rachel, it's an analog radio being retuned. What the hell's that? Like a radio radio. Oh my God, like the old school times when you used to have to like turn the little twisty thing and try and like get it in the right place. To retune it. That's yes. what I mean. And then you had like the antenna, didn't you as well, like to get the signal. The aerial. The aerial. Yeah, and Charlotte and Lynn, Lily White say it's also bubble wrap. Right, so I get three guesses. You get three guesses. Which one are we gonna lock in first? So basically what you've done is just changed the rules last minute now. No, I haven't changed the rules because this is the first time we've been in the position of a rollover. Would you argue with Camelot? Camelot? Who the bloody hell's Camelot? Who do the lottery? Oh, I thought you meant like a night Camelot. Is that a night? <laughs> Or was that like a historic night back in the day? What? Camelot. I swear that's a thing, actually. So stop arguing because I'm the quiz master. So what are your three guesses then? I'm going to go with the majority of the listeners. A lighter sound. So a lighter sound. I'm going to go with Magic Mix, Logfire Crackling. Magic Mix, Logfire. And last but not least, because everyone's saying it, Bubble Wrap. I don't think that's right. Okay, and Bubble Wrap. So what answer are you going to lock in for your guess? I think I'm gonna have to go with Magic Mick, whoever he is. You're gonna lock in Magic Mick. Do you wanna to listen to the noise again? Go on, like, I'll listen to it one more time. Protect me, I'm fragile. So what answer are you gonna lock in? Wait, that wouldn't make sense with a fire, would it? Hold on, I think I've got the logic behind it. Protect me, I'm fragile. I need a final answer from you. What answer are you gonna lock in? Right, because of the pure fact that like, if you order a mug from Amazon, it comes wrapped in bubble wrap and then it's protecting me because I'm fragile, I'm going to go with bubble wrap. You're going to go with bubble wrap and that's your final answer? Well, yeah, go with it. It's locked. It's the right answer! Fucking stop that. 
thank you so much, you guys. You're an absolute godsend. Well done. So, you have to wait until next week for your next sound. I'm going to be so excited about hearing the next one. Mm -hmm. I'm excited. Shall we move on to your favourite bit of the week? We've come to my favourite time of the week. Just like Silla Black used to say, surprise, surprise. Surprise, surprise. Bloody stop that. <laughs> did you think she was here? <laughs> Where the hell did I even find you? I don't even know how I knew I could do that. And he's got his like turkey teeth like beaming out there as well. But I haven't got a nick of the week this week. I'm getting something off my chest instead. Go on then. Obviously we've been watching Clarkson's Farm. Yes we have. The second series of Clarkson Farm is out on Amazon Prime and I've had to re-watch the first series because you haven't. What do you think of it? Like, it's really good. Like, it's a lot of hard work, isn't it, being like a farmer? Yeah, but you didn't like him before that, and you thought, what the hell is this rubbish? Yeah, because, like, Top Gear and stuff's boring. But I actually thought farming was just, like, cleaning shit up and stuff, but there's so much more to it. There's that one thing that's really got my mind going, and I literally can't stop thinking about it. So basically, you fancy Caleb. No, I don't fancy bloody Caleb. <laughs> but I've literally been thinking about chicken eggs all week. Why? Because, how can a chicken make little chickadees, but then some eggs have yolk? So I can't get it into my head. Do they get separated into categories when they pop out the chicken's vivi or what? Like, so this one's going to be a chickadee and then this one's going to be one that what? people can eat. What do you mean? Like, some of them's got chickens in and they hatch. And then you've got the kind of eggs that we eat. No, you're getting this all wrong. Do I really need to explain? This is really your bit of the podcast no, that you want us to explain. Absolutely, because it's been baffling me all week. I just cannot, for the life of me, get my head around the fact on how all of this happens and the development of egg yolk and development of bloody chickadees. So, you're confused about how some hens lay eggs and they end up in your fridge and some hens lay eggs and they turn into chicks. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. I can't even believe I'm explaining this to a 32-year-old when my five-year-old niece probably knows about eggs and chicks. All hens lay eggs with or without a rooster. Without a rooster, the hen's eggs are infertile, so they won't develop into chicks, and you can eat them and all that kind of stuff, and they want the shops and... So basically, like, the yolk is like dead chickens. So with a rooster, the hen lays the eggs, and if it's a fertile egg, it needs to be incubated, so if you've got an incubator, then you can put it in the incubator. Or the hen keeps it nice and warm, and then it hatches into a chick. Oh my god, like every single time I have an egg now, all I'm going to be thinking is like dead chicken. It's like my very own bush tucker trial at home. Why? Because it's like dead chicken and stuff. But then I also had another thought. Like, where do the eggs come from? Do chickens actually have like vaginas, or is it just a case of coming out the bummer? No, they, d they only have one hole. Oh my God, so like things go up it and... Right, let's move on. Have you got that off your chest and are you satisfied with your response? Yeah, but either way, as long as it helps someone else out there as well and it's going through everyone else's minds, I don't care. I don't think it is. I think it's just yours. Not necessarily an ick. I'm not quite sure what mine is, but America has gone mad. Drag queens have been at the centre stage of a chaotic headline this week. What do you mean? Wow. So... I think this comes from drag queens performing with children in the audience. Did you not see the clip of it that went viral on TikTok a couple of weeks ago? No, but where the hell do you get all these like random news things from? Is it like BBC's News Round or something? No, not News. Hang on. Hello? Hello? Yeah, the 90s want their programme, but no. 
Eh? No, never mind. This whole thing, I'm sure most of the listeners will know what I'm talking about when I'm talking about drag queens being at the centre stage. America are cancelling drag queens. All together. All together. Why? So, I mean, I have a problem with children being in the audience of anything explicit, and that shouldn't go without saying. But I don't have a problem with kids being in the audience of people dressed in drag. I mean, children, for God's sake, have been going to panto for years. Panto season is for kids. They're taking them to go and watch drag queens, like, and educating them all about the LGBT. But depending on what kind of show they're watching. So when we're talking about Panto, we know people who've been in Panto, you've been in Panto. But I think America has gone absolutely mad by banning all drag shows, which I think it's an attack on transgender and LGBTQ rights, which we all need to stand up for. Because in Texas, the laws would put venues that host drag performances in the same category as strip clubs. Oh, stop that. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, if it was, like, Sticky Vicky where she was popping, like, balls out of her VV <laughs> and stuff, then I'd completely get it. But drag queens, come on. Yeah, I know. I, I wouldn't definitely not take me kid to see Sticky Vicky in Benidorm. But some of these drag shows, when you go to, like, a drag brunch, it's literally... A drag queen, she might have a big wig, a little bit of makeup on, and that they're singing a couple of songs. Who cares? But Tennessee over in America was the first state to pass the law last week, barring adult cabaret performances on public property or in places where they might be within view of children. Do you know what? I think George Bush needs to get his arse into gear, don't you? George Bush. George Bush. George Bush? The American president. George Bush. Yeah, the American president. He's not the American president. Well, who is then? He's not been the American president. Oh my God, it's Donald Trump. Are you okay? No, probably not. George Bush hasn't been the president since, I think, about 2009. Christ, where have I been? Where have you been? It's time to play Rihanna's song, isn't it? And you don't deserve any song. It's not George Bush. Then who is it? It's not Donald Trump. Again, then who is it? It's Joe Biden. I don't know who that is either. It's a good job you're a good singer, mind. That's really rude, actually. <laughs> so loads and loads of celebrities, as you can imagine, have had their say. Dolly Parton's been on. I dress more provocative than any drag queen in Tennessee. Lord, I hope you don't outlaw me. What the bloody hell does she wear then? Because she's cracking on now, isn't she? Yeah, you do see a lot of boobs. Titties! 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 Get, Get your tits out for the lads. No, don't bring this podcast down. We don't like tits, do we? My view is, instead of banning drag queens, why don't you just ban the children? Ban the parents from taking the children if it's such an issue. And while you're at it, ban yourself from kicking your four-year-old child in makeup and entering them into a beauty pageant. Oh, my God. Like, I haven't heard about beauty pageants in ages. I mean, four-year-olds being kicked in makeup and being put out there on a stage to win a beauty pageant award. Do you reckon I'd be good in a beauty pageant award? No. Competition. So basically you want to be a drag queen? No, I don't want to be a bloody drag queen. I just want to do a beauty pageant. So I know how Good For Us Pod can stand up to support the drag queen ban over in America. Oh my God, are we going to do like a flash mob or something? We're not going to do a flash mob, but I'll put you to the test. You know how you like a challenge? Mm -hmm. So I think you should write a song about drag being banned over in America. You can sing it whilst performing in drag. Always me, isn't it? Always bloody me. Are you up for the challenge? I'll do the challenge. With that in mind, you need to go and get writing. Don't forget to tune in with us next week because we are going to be celebrating World Theatre Day. And we may just have our very first guest. But our lips are locked, sealed, and you'll have to tune in for episode 7 to find out who it is. When's World Theatre Day? 
Monday. All right then, that's all from us this week and we'll speak to you next Wednesday. Don't forget though to rate and review to help others find the podcast too. That's all from us. Get in touch with us and hopefully we'll give you a shout out next week. Thanks a lot. Bye. Bye. What's good for us is good for you. One more is there to say. So come along, let's have some fun. We've got your time arranged. What's good for us is good for you. There's so much more to say. With Johnny and Lewis, we're here to make your day. Rate and review to help others find the podcast too.